Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's your host, John Bedell. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Flanagan's for the first time tonight. I'm John Bedell. My partner tonight is former Flyer Nate Green, and we thank you for joining us here for Flyer Feedback. Dayton, an 11-point winner tonight, 75-64 over the St. Joe's Hawks as Dayton improves now. Overall on the year to 14-7 and seven and 6-2 and in A-10 play. The St. Joe's Hawks uh, with a, not a whole lot of depth to go around. They dropped to 9-12 and 2-6 and and uh, in the conference at, uh, towards the bottom of the standings. And, Nate, uh, as we mentioned, the uh, Flyers were paced by a couple things tonight. One, the offensive output of Ryan Mikesville and Ovi Toppin combining for, respectively, a career tying and a career high in points. And Mikesville put in 21-6 and six tonight. Ovi Toppin with a... Double double of twenty five and twelve. That's a man's double double. Yeah, and a lot also, of highlights. Yeah, that's right. He did, and dunks for days. And and also Nate by the the defensive effort and an input of a lot of guys, but in particular Dwayne Cohill. Charlie Brown was on fire to start this game, and uh, Nate uh, Cohill went a long way in shutting down Charlie Brown and cooling him off a little bit. He did. He came in and he knew what his role was, and he did it very well. Came in and was supposed to shut. Brown down and make things very difficult for him, and that's what he did. A few ways for you to get on the show with us, Flyers fans. You can tweet me at WHIO, and I may read your tweet on the air. You can call us up at 457-1290, or you can take advantage of the Bud Light mic. We're here till 1030 tonight after this 11-point Dayton Flyers win, and, and what was working for them at times too, Nate, was, uh, as you mentioned, we were talking during the break, the inside-out game this team has, something that works pretty well for this Flyers bunch when they want to do it. Yeah, and for them to be very successful and go far in the postseason, um, that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to start in the inside, make an inside presence, and then kick the ball out. Um, double team comes, obviously they kick it out. Guards penetrate, kick it again for the open three, or big man kick it out and hit it for the jumper. And this is another game, Nate, uh, second in a row, really, where Dayton's just taking care of business and just winning a game they're supposed to win. This was a St. Joe's Hawks that had seven guys available for their last game, seven scholarship bodies. They're without Pierre Francesco Oliva. They're without one of the best players in the A-10 in Lamar Kimball, a redshirt junior guard. He's got a broken hand. Uh, he was hurt the same, gay, the same game that Oliva dislocated his knee. Kimball's hurt for the third time in as many years. Uh, and then Anthony Longpray, they're also without him. So this is a shorthanded, uh, this is a shorthanded Hawks bunch, Nate, but one that you got to take care of teams like this at home. Yeah, and we did take care of teams, and um, we did a good job of it tonight. And talking before, you know, before the new year is that once again, it's consistency. If we can stay consistent and play both ends of the floor for a good 40 minutes, we're going to be good. We're always going to be in the game if we can do that. And this is a uh, St. Joe's Hawks team now that five of their now eight, eight, ten losses have been by double digits, Nate. So good to see uh, Dayton just dispatch this Hawks team. But like Mike, Jeff, and Dayton. Hey, guys. Um, I don't remember anyone giving us, uh, you know, crying us any rivers when we played with six scholarship players and a walk on them four years ago. So 
you know, hey, that, that happens. Uh, I, 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 Obi had a great game tonight, but I, I personally would have given it to Dwayne Cohill um, be, just because Charlie Brown, um, when Cohill was on the floor, Charlie Brown scored six points. And only f and Cohill was guarding him for four of those. Uh, there was once where he got squished onto Obi and he scored. So, you know, to have Cohill come out there and outscore him seven to four and uh, it just gave him fits. You could really tell he was getting frustrated. He threw up some really wild shots just to, you know, just to create a shot. Yeah. And uh, so I, I was really impressed with that. And I mean, I think I think Dwayne had the advantage. I, I'm guessing that Coach Grant said just guard Charlie Brown. Don't worry about anybody else because he definitely wasn't helping on anything. Oh. But you know, he, he fought through some screens. He took a couple of shots to the head that didn't get called. Uh, and uh, and he really he really toughed it out even there when he went down and seemed to hurt his hand a bit. Yeah. He, he had an assignment tonight, and it was to shut Brown down, and that's what he did. Yep. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number. Dixon, Dayton, Dick, what's on your mind tonight here on Flyer Feedback? Hey, John. Hey, Keith. I thought the uh, Flyers looked good on, tonight. Man. Like you said, Keith, they... They took care of business. A very impressive win tonight, guys. It certainly was, Dick. John and Nate here for Flyer Feedback, actually, but we thank you for oh, the Nate, call. Oh, Nate, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Keep over at the arena. Well, we thank you for the, the call, Dick, here on Flyer Feedback. Thank you. Okay, We appreciate sure. the call here. Hey, Dayton Winter 75-64, and uh, Anthony Grant as well, um, Ob or Nate, he mentioned uh, Obi's uh, great energy. Yeah. He had a, a lot of energy tonight, had a couple highlights, some very nice ones. Um, I think he started the highlights, and then Lanners jumped into it. Uh, he just played an overall well game today. Back to the Bud Light, Mike. Tom and Kettering. Tom, what's on your mind tonight there? Talk to us, Tom. Hi, hi John and Nate. Hello. Uh, you know, how about, how about, how about uh, Ryan Mikesell's little step back there when we thought it was going to get blocked? And uh, he just turned around, and you know, some t some days they go in. Yeah, and, that was and, like a Dirk Nowinski move right there. Yeah, that was that was real real smooth, and and uh, uh, you know, he, he's he's thank thank goodness he's there this year. Yeah, you he's know, coming along really well. You know, and he's got some rebounds. I don't know how many rebounds he had tonight, but he get who did Mike uh, Mike Sell. Mike Sell finished yeah, with six sir. boards. I'm sorry. Six boards from that's, Mike Sell. That's solid. That's solid. Yeah. And and. and He's he's a force. He can be a force, you know, because he he knows what to do with the ball and and he's and he's solid. But Co Cohill, I'm real impressed with as a freshman, uh, and and I think I heard you say, Nate, you do what you can to get on the floor, yep. and you just got to sustain that defensive effort, and he'll be on a whole lot more. Oh yeah, and he was talking about Mike, you know, being um, the guy he was tonight, but for me, that's that's him. Um, I wish he would be a little more assertive of looking for a shot, but he is one of those guys that will just sit back and let the game come to him and take what's there instead of creating some things for himself. But he did a great job, and he took what the uh, defense gave him tonight. He, he's, uh, he knows where everybody should be at all times, and he's a good passer on top of that. So uh, uh, good for him. Oh, yeah. Take care, guys. Thanks, Tom. Have yeah, a safe trip. And we, uh, you know, as we talked in the Bud Light postgame show, Nate, Ryan Mikesell, I think arguably he's got to be in the midst of, since the VCU game, what is his best stretch of basketball in a Flyers uniform. I mean, he's been playing his rear end off every night. Yeah, I would definitely have to agree. And um, he was in an a interview the other day, and he was just saying how 
he lets the game come to me. And, you know, I was just saying, I wish he would be a little more assertive and be a little more aggressive on the offensive end. Even tonight, he turned down a couple shots that um, I thought he should have took, especially as uh, a leader on the floor and he has an open three. By all means, he needs to shoot it. But he was patient, reversed the ball a couple times, and got a better shot. So you got to love that. Yeah. And uh, it's just good to see this Dayton team keep this Hawks team down because uh, we're not having a pity party for them because we don't give two rips about the St. Joe's Hawks uh, here on Flyer Feedback. But they were picked second in the A-10, and they've been injury riddled. Uh, but this is, uh, like I said, Nate, it's, it's just a good game that, for me, it's, it's just good to see them take care of business against Fordham team you should dispatch easily, even on the road. They did that. And coming in tonight, I thought, particularly without Lamar Kimball, Dayton should have just swept aside the St. Joe's Hawks team. And for the most part, you know, they, they did make it tight at a couple stretches in the second half, but took care of business and got out of here with the win. And that's all you can really ask for, especially, you know, heading down the stretch of a, of a schedule that is, if you take a look back at it, who, boy, is it a backloaded schedule here starting real quick. Yeah. on Saturday when Duquesne comes in here to UD Arena. Oh, yeah, but I think it's a good test for us, and it'll show us where we stand right now and, uh, you know, let us know what we need to work on to move forward. Yeah. Hey, we're talking basketball here on Flyer Feedback, but we also got our street team here. You can spin the wheel for swag, stuff we all get. And as a reminder, swag that's right, before <laughs> and after the game here at Flanagan's tonight and Saturday against the aforementioned Duquesne Dukes, we will be – Registering people at, here at Flannies to win tickets to see the King and I at the Schuster Center, which runs February 12th through the 17th downtown at the Schuster Center, courtesy of the Victoria Theater Association. So come check us out and get a chance to see a great uh, Broadway show down at the Schuster. And, uh, Nate, uh, you know, Obi Toppin just continues to impress. The kid, just tremendous energy off the bench. I know some fans get their rear ends chapped about, you know, him not starting. But uh, I'm fine with him coming off the bench as the sixth man and that, that uh, burst of energy he brings. Oh, yeah, you know. Grant's the head coach for a reason. You know, uh, he, he has Toppin coming off the bench because he knows he's going to give him that spark. Um, and he knows in the future Toppin will be a starter. But right now he wants him to continue to develop, give us that spark off the bench, and continue to do what he's doing. And he's the thing is, too, with, you know, Obi, maybe like you said, maybe eventually he starts in his Dayton career at some point. Nate, but, you know, he's playing meaningful minutes, so I don't, I don't get too caught up in well. He's not in the starting lineup because no. down the stretch and through many key parts of the game, he's playing a starter's minutes load, and he's playing your key stretches anyway. So yes. if he's not out there for the first three, four minutes, I'm not really getting too worked up about and, that. And, you know, he might be one of them type of players that need to sit for that first three minutes to watch the game and see how things go and then get put in the game. Um, and coaches know those things. You know, we don't see that because we're on the outside looking in. But, you know, the guys that's inside that circle know, okay, well, Toppin comes off the bench and plays really well for us. So let's have him come off, you know, first time out, bring him in the game, and let's see what he can do. I like to think we're inside that circle. Yeah, What's some inside information? Well, not totally in it, but. Well, I'm talking about the other people. <laughs> okay. we're, we're definitely hey. in the circle. No, you and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. We're, we're, within, we're in the circle of trust here on Flyer Feedback Week. We like to have some fun, but we also like to provide some inside information. So Definitely. Uh, nice to see Obi rebound tonight, too, Nate, with 12, 25 and 12, because, you know, rebounding hasn't always been his strength this year. He can score. He can. We know he can dunk. You can check out David Jablonski's dunk tracker on oh, Twitter. Yeah. But to get some boards and you get a, a just strong double-double. I mean, that's, that's a Ryan Perryman-like yeah, box score there, 25 hey, and 12. That is. That's the old Ryan Perryman right yeah, there. Only, only difference between them two is Ryan wasn't <laughs> dunking on people like that. But it was definitely was. 
How about Landers putting a kid on a poster today, too? My goodness. Yeah, hey, that one right there, he need to blow that picture up because <laughs> he put him on something serious. Yeah, number 23 on Saint. That was, uh, I believe that was Markel Lodge, and he, he dropped that on his head tonight. And, yeah, uh, I think definitely that, was... uh, that bus ride to the uh, <laughs> airport is going to be a little rough for him. I think Markel was like uh, that scene in Anchorman where Ron Burgundy drops into the bear pit, and he, I immediately regret yeah. this decision. Yeah. I think that was Markel after stepping <laughs> in front of Trey Landers tonight because uh, – that thing went viral on Twitter, man. That's uh, oh, that's yeah. embarrassing. You yeah. got to hang it up for the night after that. It might make top ten. You never know. <laughs> and it, I tell you what, Trey got a, he got a good wind up on that tomahawk oh. jam too, Nate. He, he threw that thing back before he hey, threw it down. You watched it on replay slow. It looked real bad. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Well, like like I said, a good good win for the Dayton Flyers at seventy five and seventy five two sixty four eleven point winner of the St. Joe's Hawks to and two Nate. You know, as as, as the as Dayton's chasing that double buy. You know, good to keep pace at 6-2 and two atop what's becoming a log jam uh, at the top end of that conference. It's looking kind of like seven teams atop the league right now for, for those four spots. And uh, w- with the difficult stretch that Dayton's got uh, the rest of the way out for their remaining games here in the conference, uh, you know, what, they got 11 games left. Uh, just it's important for them to keep pace atop the standings here. Uh, definitely. With 11 games left, I believe that we need to at least pull out eight of those games, which I believe that we can do. Yeah, we'll see. Well, hey, one more time. Dayton winner tonight, 75-64, an 11-point win over the St. Joe's Hawks. Shouts to producer Griff who kept us on the air tonight. Javon flying a plane uh, back at the station. Appreciate you guys. Hey, our next game is Saturday. We are on the air at 1 o'clock with the expanded Bud Light pregame show. Larry and Bucky have the tip as Duquesne comes to call in at 2, and we will see you on the air after the game here at Flanagan's for Flyer Feedback. So, for my partner, Nate Green, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening and stay warm, everybody. We'll see you on the radio Saturday afternoon. Until then, go Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.